0: Hi everyone, and welcome to this month's podcast. We are in scary September, and um, there's a few reasons why we've called it at this month. Hi Steve, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you, Stacey. Very well. Give
0: us, uh, give us a few reasons why we've called it scary September.
1: Well, summer's over, so we've yeah, got uh, the autumn and then the winter to look forward to. There's all that planning for all those activities. We've got Halloween, we've got bonfire nights. Don't
0: mention the c word.
1: Uh, uh, uh. And Xmas, of course. Xmas, that's better, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, we had a brilliant, jam-packed month last month, and obviously, thank you to all of our competition winners again that won the gardening award. We had some fabulous gardens out there. So, thanks again for all our features on last month. Again, obviously, we had the wonderful gardening awards and we featured some of our winners and they all went out they will be going out in the customer magazine so you'll be able to see those beautiful gardens as well
1: we had a sterling month last month of course we featured the garden awards and helen cowton who's a member of the community investment team and i went out to see some of the winners we also had a feature from gillian robinson community investment manager who spoke about the options for customers in terms of getting involved with yorkshire housing and you can find out a lot more about our customer involvement arrangements on the Yorkshire Housing website under the Getting Involved tab. Also, you shouldn't forget... But you still have a chance to win the £25 in our competition, Bolton Wonders. So keep listening to the podcast today and you'll find out how to enter. So what else happened this month, Stacey?
0: Well, I'm full of cold. I think that's dominated my month so far. I think the changing seasons has had me. But what about you? What have you been up to in your engagement role?
1: Right, we're still very busy in the, in this working with the South team. So we've got uh, projects in Sheffield City Centre and also out in the centre of Wakefield and, and, and Doncaster. So we're trying to keep busy with a number of of projects and working with our customers hopefully to improve the circumstances on their scheme so it's been very busy so far yeah and
0: I've been out and about meeting some new customers some exciting new customers that are looking to start their own businesses so I'm going to be supporting them over the next few months as well which leads us nicely into our main feature for this month for those of you who listen to the podcasts regularly you'll know that our team supports customers into employment and enterprise the next feature is from one of our customers who lives in rural north Yorkshire she's been through some really difficult times but now runs a really successful small business she contacted our enterprise coach Philippa for support and we learned that she really is an inspiring lady so let's have a listen to Linda aka Mrs Jam and her story
2: I became a housing association tenant in 1997 I think it was I became homeless because my marriage broke up because I had postnatal depression, so my marriage broke up. So it was a ongoing effect of the marriage. So I became homeless and I had two young boys, two and four. So I approached the housing and obviously got a house and I got a house in in Norton and then I did a housing transfer and I've been in this one for thirteen years now, so I've been in a long time. You know, I had to be rehoused and I had no no job, no qualifications, no career, nothing. And it's a lovely little village, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful out here. It's, I've always called this home from being here from the first few weeks I've always called it home so I'm very lucky and very fortunate
3: tell us what you're doing now Linda what is it that we're supporting you with at the minute through Yorkshire Housing
2: Yorkshire Housing is supporting me uh, with the entrepreneur with my business Helping me, supporting me with my business. I started a new business, well, four years ago, but run it on a part-time basis. But just being approached by the housing now to support me to further along and improve my business, is that a way to put it. And um, what is your business? Tell us about what you do. My business is Mrs Jam, which I make jams, chutneys and marmalades and I sell from a honesty box outside my house which the housing association have supported me through that way because they've allowed me to run a business from my premises which was the first thing that they allowed me to do. My second head of my business is I do take lodges which the housing have always supported me with that as well so that I can actually keep my home which has allowed me as a business head to do that. And also, I've also taken somebody else off the homeless list. With being homeless, you know, I do understand. So it has helped me. Two-fingered approach is that the way to put it. Fantastic. So uh, did you purposely
3: go look for somebody that was homeless when you were looking for a lodger, or did it just happen to be
2: somebody that was...? The first time, it was somebody that would have been homeless. Yeah. M- mainly single person that would have had to find somewhere else or lose his job, so that's what happened. And I was on a low wage and I decided to ask if I could support myself better, which then they agreed to do that. So it kept me, because I would have had to leave my home and go into a single bedroom in somewhere else. And, and at the time, it would have changed my life completely. And I didn't want to lose where I live and have to, the upheaval of having to move again, really. And lose me. you know, I couldn't, I've had to lose my business. And so it's enabled me to, to keep my house and to move on in that way. And run the business as well.
3: Was you affected at all by the bedroom tax? Yes. Is that why you started...
2: yeah I, do, I don't get any benefits at all I don't get any help at all a bit of working tax credits for being okay. a single person myself when my children left home so obviously it would have meant that I would have had to move out and and leave everything and start afresh okay. so it has enabled me to to keep my home and keep where I am which stability which in your life which I didn't want to go back into a, a place where I didn't want to live I know that sounds silly but it would have affected me so much that way
3: no not at all that, yeah, that's
2: the... so the housing did allow me to do this you know i rushed asked the and they allowed me to do it and it's worked amazing because I've had many people, you know, even if it's a short term let that they've actually moved on in their lives as well, enable them to to move on. I mean at one point I did think about doing SASH, which is to people that have been on the homeless I've so been homeless or away homeless on the night to, to do that at the time but because of my job I couldn't give enough time to give that but that was one option I looked at
3: and from the your jam business how have you found it setting up the business here what did did you find it quite easy with Yorkshire housing did you approach your neighbourhood officer and ask them permission and they said yeah that's fine
2: yeah I, I had no no I approached I've, I always approach my housing officer first and get advice on what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do because obviously You know, even having another lodge, I'm subcontracting my tenancy. So you've got to approach and be, you know, uh, get an agreement from your housing officers. Before I did anything with the business, I approached the housing first to see if they would allow me to run the business from the premises. And they said I did. And then I had to get also with the council with this business to get my hygiene. So get past regulations before you do anything. You've got to get everything passed first. But once you get everything done, you it's actually quite easy to keep going then. What about when you heard about the support
3: through Philippa and the Business Enterprise support? She, I know she's not been coming very
2: long yet, but can you already see the benefit in her support? Yeah, because it's all it's kept me more motivated that I actually can move on. And, and I know what I'm focusing on, the, the next move is to actually have, to expand the business. So the next move would be to use that support to actually expand the business and go on with it to move on because I'm obviously going to go and do some food festivals which is you know it's took me four years to get the recognition from the branding from my name and to get in the area for to be locally produced you've got to get you know it's, it just builds it doesn't happen overnight I've had to do part-time and work as well at the same time so now people recognize me so it's a recognition that you go on and I supply hotels as well with you know I just do I do supply hotels now in the area so it's just using the the kitchens and using the premises really that's excellent. That's really good. One of the things with the housing association, they've got a funding grant that you can apply for, which is enables me to do expand the business. But it's about up to five hundred pound that you can apply for. But you have to maybe add additional money to that. So that's not my ne- next goal in the future. But also, you like looking at different labelling so I can get them into shops because it's quite expensive to do labelling. I've done a lot of the groundwork myself over the years. With the business, it's not always about making money at start. It's putting back, investing money and investing time. So I have had to work full-time and do the business at the same time. For anybody that's looking at a business, you know, it's not all making money at the time. As I say, it takes time to develop your business and get your reputation. And to be honest, the housing have helped me so much with even everything I've done in the years. Just to say it. I've done voluntary work with the housing and I've done a lot of voluntary work to get the experience of what I've got now Mm -hmm. so they've built up a lot of confidence building and experience so sometimes when you think you go on the courses you don't think at the time it can help you but Five years down the line, here I am sitting you know, at a verge of a, a potentially could be a bigger business than what I'm looking at, but the, all the experiences are pulling together. What
3: has your lodger brought to you in relation to the difference it's made to you being able to stay in your own home over the years and how do you see that developing?
2: Lodging's people, are coming in lodging has made a lot of difference in my home. One financially, that it helps me keep paying towards my rent and so that I can keep my home as well. Also, the loneliness that I was on my own lonely most of the time so that I actually have got a person around me and I can support that person as well. So what's the difference it's made to having a lodger in the
3: house and the difference for you being able to keep your home?
2: It's made a lot of difference because obviously I that I've been able to keep my home and that I haven't to move away or haven't start my life again because it would mean that my life would be probably have to make all the changes with my work and my business you know move my business somewhere else so I've lost the honesty box for a start which would be part of the big part of my business I would you know have to start far away from family so it could be York or it could be anywhere depends where I was going to be rehoused which you know you don't know where you're going to be rehoused again so that's difficult also financial cost of going into debt because I would have to start my house again so there's many many things where you know it me by approaching the housing to enable me to have a lodger that has helped my to keep my my home and everything and also you know the support I'm giving to somebody else which you know I would encourage anybody else to support to approach the housing to do this because I didn't know I could do this. It was absolutely brilliant when they've let me do this. Yeah,
3: so you think it's a really good idea for other customers to think, you know, if they've got spare rooms and they're maybe struggling a little bit to maybe, you know, think about the idea of having a lodger and, and talk to their neighbourhood officer about it. And
2: Yeah, I think if they can work together, I mean, you do have to think very careful and who you allow to be a lodger, but you can advertise through Spareroom.com. That's all I did as one of the advantages that I, I did do that. It was a risk, but I did advertised so that I got my first lodger but you have to have an agreement with them because obviously you've got to keep your tenancy at the end of the day which you have to work with your housing officer to enable you to do that it changed my life because i thought i was going to have to move so it made it valuable invaluable to me to stay in my home it's got many benefits as well
3: so what's the future then for mrs jam where are we going next and, and where do you
2: see yourself the future i would say the next six months to a year is probably going to be expanding to do the farmers' markets or the markets, the food festival markets, and probably into shops at one point, but depending on financial situations that I could allow me to do that. But Mrs Jam business will not stop. It will go on. You know, I'll brand in my name. Mrs Jam, you know, I'm known locally in the area, so I can see that, you know, expanding into, you know, a lot of people are are approaching me, a lot of companies are approaching me, but it it may be... Branding one product, which could be the Marmalade.
0: So, Steve, it does sound like Mrs Jam, a.k.a. Linda, has been through a really difficult time from homelessness to getting house with Yorkshire Housing and now, obviously, she runs a successful business. So, yeah, she's... Just shows yeah, you. Yeah,
1: she's really been through the mill, but it shows her kind of resilience and in terms of keeping going and also how she benefited from the support that Yorkshire Housing have been able to provide. So, yeah. a really good news story, that one.
0: Really great. And, obviously, we did mention in the feature about how Mrs Jam just sublet... One of her bedrooms. So, we do just have to give you a little bit more information about subletting policy, and here's David Register from the South team just to explain a little bit more about that.
4: Obviously tenants are interested in the possibility of subletting the property or renting a room out, particularly because of the bedroom tax. But there are one or two things that you do need to think about if you are thinking about renting a room out. First of all, obviously you need to have permission from Yorkshire Housing to do that. So you'd need to write in and you'd need to get written permission before you make that arrangement. We would be wanting to know who it is that you're going to move into the property to make sure that it's somebody suitable. And there are some types of property where we wouldn't give permission for People to move a lodger or or somebody subletting into the property. For example, if it was a sheltered scheme or it wasn't the type of housing where it would be suitable. You do also need to bear in mind, if you're thinking of moving somebody into the property, what if something goes wrong with that relationship? Because it's your responsibility as the tenant to deal with that situation and sort that out. If you've got somebody who's moved in and they're causing problems and you need them to leave, it's not actually Yorkshire Housing's responsibility to get them to leave if you needed to do that. So you do need to just think twice, is this person somebody suitable who you want to be living in your home and to have that kind of arrangement with. So just to reiterate if you are thinking about renting out a room either to a lodger or subletting then contact your local neighbourhood office first put that in writing what you want to do normally your neighbourhood officer will contact you maybe come to visit you and discuss that with you before we would agree or refuse permission for that.
1: So thank you very much to David for that explanation of our arrangements for subletting your home. Now we should turn over to David Bolton, our Director of Property Services, and you can listen to David and try and find out where he is in the Yorkshire area and win yourselves £25 at the same time.
5: My travels today take me to the South Pennines, famously known as being a centre for woolen manufacture but also the birth of some of the region's most well-known banks. I'm on public transport today so jump off the train at the busy station and walk over the cobbled road bridge. I come across the prominent Victoria Theatre with its red and gold sign outside. I carry on my walk down Commercial Street and find Borough Market. I can't help but go inside this lovely covered Victorian building and browse the fresh fishmongers and the butchers. After the market I'm off to find the town hall. I spot it from quite far away as I can see the 180 foot steeple. I can see why it's in the top 10 most spectacular town halls in the country now and why it is a grade 2 listed building. I decide to find the grade 1 listed Minster as I love historical buildings and this town really is steeped in history. After the grandeur of my visit to the Minster, I take a steady walk back to the station. I am tempted to go into the Eureka Museum as I remember it being a lot of fun, but I think I might be a little bit old now and to go in by myself. Anyway, it's a great day and on the train leaving I relax. I take in the views of the town's wonderful old woolen mills and impending South Pennines. As I look out of the train window, I also reflect on the beautiful scenery which is also captured in a very popular TV drama at the moment called Appy Valley, starring Sarah Lancashire. But where am I?
0: So don't forget that if you know where David's been and you want to enter the competition to win £25 in Love to Shop vouchers, then you need to email your answer to podcast at yorkshirehousing.co.uk. So for those of you who don't know, Yorkshire Housing is committed to partnering with our customers to ensure that our services work for everyone. As a tenant, David Perry heads our customer service committee and David's here to tell us about the priorities set by the customer service committee and every quarter we are going to report on these to keep you up to date. Okay, so let's hear from David.
6: Hello everybody, it's David Perry again with my second podcast. Following our recent customer service committee meeting, which oversees all customer-facing services from Yorkshire Housing or any of its subsidiaries, it was great to welcome new committee members Amy, Tracy, Stephen and Wasim. The committee's work will now focus on ensuring the views of customers inform the business and acting as the link between customers and the Yorkshire Housing Board. This remit means all customers and potential new customers of the business. We would like people to know what we're doing and to be approachable and be more visible. With this in mind, we'll be looking to communicate with staff and customers in many varied ways, like Your Home Magazine, through to our website, including online blogs and podcasts. Last month on Housing Day, we tried out a Facebook Live chat with customers and ultimately we'll be providing the board with assurances of our great customer service and we're meeting on a regular basis to keep ahead of our standards. Well, thank you all for listening and speak again soon.
1: So there are so many ways that you can get involved to help shaping the services at Yorkshire Housing and if you are interested and particularly if you want to find out more you can do a number of things. First of all you can text the word involve to 8802 that's involve to 8802. You can also find information out on the Yorkshire Housing website under the getting involved tab and that tells you a lot more about the work of the community investment team and there's also some information about some of our grant funding. So we have got a small bit of funding that we provide to customers who are developing projects in their communities so have a look at those and if you uh, have any further queries don't hesitate to get in touch with us
0: okay i think that's it for this month then i think we've got so much going off next month we can't actually fit it all in but we will try we will be giving you some hints and tips on how to save money and reduce your energy cost bills i know we don't want to think about it but winter is just round the corner so we're gonna have simon winch from our environmental team really good, um really speaking good. to us about that so that should be a really good month okay so i'll see you again next month steve next
1: month same time same place thanks Stacey. yeah bye cheers bye